Welcome back to This Week in Film. It's week 12 of the program where we talk about the movies we saw this week. That's my fun radio voice. I'm Nick Panato, joined as always by Charlie Chester and Ray Redominki. What's going on, guys? What's up? We'll just come come right out. We all saw Batman vs. Superman this week. We did. Not together, though. Let's no. not pretend like no. we're, right. we're friends we don't. we hang out. No. <laughs> this is it. This is Strictly it. business. Mm. I don't even like being this close to you. Sucked. The movie sucked. That's it. That's the review. It really sucked. Move on to the Moving next movie. Moving on to the next movie. I didn't hate it. I thought there was the whole movie. I was like up and down. Like like there'd be a there'd be a good part where I liked and I'm like oh this is kind of going to be all right and then it would just completely you know take you down. My main gripe was it was I hated Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Yeah. I thought that I thought that I thought if the movie would have had a good villain, I thought that might have saved it somewhat. And that part of it just completely ruined it for me. I hated every every single time he was on screen. I just hated him. It might have to do with the fact that I don't really like Jesse Eisenberg in general. Let me interrupt real quick. Heavy spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't seen Batman versus Superman and you don't care and you care about spoilers, don't this keep listening kill to our, this. This is gonna kill our fan base right here. No, what? no, we're, we're the last ones to see the movie. Oh, okay. Everybody else has seen, <laughs> saw it last week. Yeah, so that was my main gripe with it, and the story was just all over the place. But I did like uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. I agree. And as and as Bruce Wayne too. I, I, I liked his Bruce Wayne was fantastic. Yeah, I, I thought that was the one shining moment of the movie. The one good thing you can take away from it. I'm excited to see if Ben Affleck actually takes takes it up a Batman movie, directs a Batman movie. I think that will be cool. But besides that, everything else about it was was terrible. Yeah, Batman just straight murders people in this movie. <laughs> he murders people left and yes, right in cold blood. The one rule that all writers have always gotten in DC when they get asked to write a Batman or a Superman uh, story is you can't kill. That was the one rule that they can't break, right? So now, like, you come in with this new generation, you know, like uh, uh, Zack Snyder consistently says, this is a new universe. We're doing something new here. And they beat you over the head that these guys are willing to kill. I mean, Man of Steel, like, really sets the precedent there with Zod being killed at the end and not in like a fun way like he snaps the guy's neck it's okay to change the universe if they're going to go for this new idea but they have to do it consistently and I think we've talked about this they're not consistent with the killings who they're killing why they're killing right yeah I the I reasoning is there's no reasoning I completely disagree about the killing like your main protagonists in a comic book story starring Batman and Superman are not murderers the one Batmobile car chase where he's chasing that truck with the kryptonite in it. Right. And he just starts shooting guns at the guys that he's chasing. He And then he crashes that one car. And I had this moment when this is the car that like flips and then he shoots that tow cable on it where I, I went, oh, did those guys fall out of the car and like that A-team kind of style? Because that car is just smashing into everything. Mm-hmm. dragging behind the Batmobile and then he launches that car and it lands on top of another one right. killing everyone inside the car. Yeah, Batman is not a murderer. That's the reason he exists is to stop horrible things like that from happening. Sure. like, But they are going around the, the, along the line of saying Batman has seen some S. You know, over like the past right. 10 years have He's not the been gray hairs. good. Right. They've not been good to him. Right. You even look at like what happened to Robin 
you know, like they don't talk about it, but it's mm -hmm. a constant reminder that like, you know, he has seen death. The One of the very few things that I really enjoyed about the movie is that this Batman has a past. Right, yeah. Like things have happened to him that are terrible. A lot that, of things were alluded to. Yeah. They're taking so many ideas from so many different comic books, good ideas from different comic books, and try to mash them together and it's just yeah. not working. It yeah. doesn't work. Well, that's all. a... The, the other thing that I feel is a great loss is the Doomsday storyline could have been the third Justice League movie where you have all these heroes established and then Doomsday pounds his way out of the right. earth. Mm -hmm. and Something then, indestructible that nobody right. can defeat and they need everybody to come. Everybody's got to join right. up to take him down. And then, you know, that that's the storyline is everyone has to work together to destroy this, to stop this thing. The death of Superman is the biggest right. thing that ever happened in DC yeah. Comics. Yeah, so they've lost that now yeah they lost the dark knight returns like those are their crown a couple well, of their crowning achievements let's also even look in the dc universe he kills superman superman stays dead for what like about a year in in comic book world do we really have that much time in this, the dc cinematic universe for him like no to he's back in death? the next movie already he, well I mean, I mean you well, look at the, the little, very end uh, yeah you see the, the already... dirt starts to fly <laughs> yeah. in is... screen time he's been dead for what like a Ten week, minutes, maybe. Oh, but in actual screen time, yeah. like we, do, it doesn't gestate. There's nothing. It, it you lose all of that drama that possibly could be there. Who is in the coffin? Oh, I've thought about that too. Th there's, there's two, two coffins. There's two funerals. Yeah. I guess the the Superman funeral. He, there's nobody in that coffin. Because it seems like they took Clark Kent like back to Kansas. And, right. Like, yeah, but and but he was at the wake. The... He was like his body was in the yeah. coffin. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. so it's so dumb. There were so many dumb moments in the movie that didn't like that had you thinking about stuff that you didn't need to be thinking about during a movie. Stupid stuff that you shouldn't have to like that, the two coffin thing. Like at the end of a movie like that, like I shouldn't be thinking about, oh wait, who's in that coffin? Like yeah. Yeah. just like yeah. stuff like that just that just takes it's you away they're from not the making whole story. decisions. They're not making good decisions. No. I mean in the in the comic story, the government takes Superman's body and they inter him. And Martha Kent <laughs> has to bury her son in, like, she basically just buries an empty casket right, right, because yeah. he belongs to the world. Right. Like, no, and no one knows that he's Clark Kent. Right. Unlike in this universe where having a secret identity is good for a day. <laughs> right. For instance, and that brings me to the next thing, uh, which is motivations. The only character in this movie who has any motivation is Batman. Yeah, right. they do a good job with they, that. They, well, they do a, a, yes. They do a good job of establishing well. what he wants, which is to just eliminate Superman. But Lex Luthor has no motivation other than he's right. crazy. And rich and can do whatever he wants. And right. they don't pull off crazy well. No, he doesn't. At all. And it looks like he's pretending to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, for a moment I went, oh man, that would be kind of neat if Jared Leto became the Joker also, where... Where Heisenberg. 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 Oh, what did I say? Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Yeah. Well, then, and then I realized, oh, yeah, they already have a Joker. Right. Yeah. I'm calling it the colon in the in the title. Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. The colon is essentially Batman versus Superman is the first part of the movie. And then they have to come together as the Dawn of Justice. We're setting up the franchise. It's I all mean, in the title. Right. So yeah. the colon has to be the, colon the solution. The crap How do they the go from being Batman versus <laughs> Superman to 
friends. What brings them together? Nothing brings them together other than Superman refers to his mother by her first name. Precisely. That's the colon. It's Martha is the first Martha! They both have the like someone in their lives with the same name, so therefore they're going to become friends again. And Wonder Woman just shows up. So shoehorned into that movie. Right, yeah. When she shows up to fight, Superman has no idea who this woman is. Right, he's like, is she, what does like, he say? At least, is she with you? Doesn't he say that? Is she with you? Right, and Batman goes, I thought she was with you. Why? Are you making a joke? Batman doesn't make jokes. <laughs> yeah. And, and she, then, she stepped away from hum, uh, humanity. Or, you know, like, right, she says she was done. For 100 yeah. years. So she comes back now because of Doomsday. Who's the girl Batman takes home after the Lex Luthor party? He wakes up that after having... Oh, well, it's Bruce Wayne. You know, he probably picks somebody up at the party. I guess, but there's... That's what more... he does. But, I mean... And, and at his house, that is, uh, like, the cool little... Uh, it's like a square glass He box. lives in the house from Ex Machina. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of when I saw that. That's exactly what I thought of. Wayne Manor. Has it been destroyed? That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah it looks like something terrible happened there yeah. in yeah. the past. So he goes there just to go to the Batcave. Maybe, well, no, because the Bat... Yeah, I guess so. They never really reveal like, well, where the Batcave is. Because he's got like right? the, the underwater entrance Which for the Batmobile. Which I thought Batmobile. that was one of the corniest things yeah. in the whole yeah. movie. His Batmobile jumping like into the lake that yeah. went into a hole. Yeah. I thought the Batcave was cool like inside. Like when he was inside, like I thought it looked cool. It was, like, like, it was like very practical. There was like, you know, elevators yeah. and stuff. But like him driving into that looked like straight out of a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought all the special effects looked bad. Yeah, it was... Especially any time Superman was flying. And a couple of times, they must have realized how bad it looked because he would just take off off screen. Like Even that. the last... That whole Doomsday fight looked yeah, it's real bad. It's, it's real far away and it's just yeah. electric. Yeah. Well, I said the dark, dark side thing doesn't look good, which brings it to another point. The dream... Within a dream... Oh, the dream dream sequence. Yeah. yeah, like none of that has any relevance to this plot. Well, it would but have yet, been... It's supposed to set up the Justice League, but it's in a dream. It's in a dream, yeah. So, like, how does that even make sense? Maybe Bruce Wayne woke up and was in an alternate dimension for a moment, but that is too heavy, too soon. No. I mean, it'd be one thing if, if he woke up to that and was like, the hell was that? Yeah. And then, well, I guess I'll look at these logos Lex Luthor made for the rest of the <laughs> Justice League. You watch a dream sequence and you realize that you just wasted your time. Right, I mean, you right. you see what Batman is afraid of with Superman, but he has already expressed that verbally. Right. I mean, it was a neat action sequence, but... Ultimately, what I'm, I'm taking from this is Zack Snyder loves all these different visuals and really cool moments, but doesn't know how to connect them and just jams them all into the pot. Batman goes to save Superman's mom for whatever reason he, he goes to save Superman's mom. Right. He is straight up invulnerable. Well, he's got that suit on, right? The, right, right. He's got like the a... The armored suit. No, he's just wearing a regular suit. Oh, that's right. He takes which, it off. Right. Yeah. He takes the time to change his clothes right. before he goes to save Superman's mom. And... While he's in the middle of the fight, they're hitting him with knives, and you see, like, sparks, and you think, oh, okay, well, his suit protects him against knives. That's a, de right. it's a decent defense or right. whatever. Yeah. And then at some point, he gets actually stabbed in the, in the shoulder, and you go, oh, okay, he got, he got stabbed. But then all of the tension in this scene is removed two seconds later when a guy pulls a handgun and shoots him point-blank in the back of the head, and the bullet bounces off. And Batman just says, ow. Batman goes into this room with a hostage 
He's holding the, or he breaks in the room and he grabs one of the guys with the guns and points it at the flamethrower guy who yeah. shows up in every scene. Right. And the guy says, I'll kill her, which is what he was going to do anyway. Yeah. And Batman goes, I believe you. And rather than shooting him in the head, he blows him up with the. Why do you think that is? That's because it ends up being a much better visual for Zack Snyder. That's the only reason. That's that's the ultimate motivation yeah. for every decision in this. Is this visual going to meet these standards that I have? Yeah. But, but even in that scene, even more tension is let out because Batman is able to not only survive being shot in the head, but his suit and cape are so powerfully strong that they can withstand an explosion from two feet away. Well, when I'm saying <laughs> physics, don't make sense. The the physics of this universe are all, all over the place. Yeah. Right. No, the yeah, rules are just, there's nothing concrete. But Everything if, you, is just if like... you don't think that your heroes are vulnerable in some way, like Superman is invulnerable, but his weakness besides kryptonite is the people around him. Right. Mm -hmm. He cares deeply about the people around him. Well, the him. only one that they, at this point, is his mom and Lois Lane. Right. He doesn't really give a shit about all these other people. Right. Like, when all those people get blown up around him in the in the Senate, I mean, he's... You yeah, know, he's he makes like a, standing there. He makes yeah. a face like, oh, a bomb. Yeah. In a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, I should have seen it. Oh, well, we'll get him next time. I mean, he doesn't have the empathy that, you know, we've been told Superman should have. Yeah. Well, moving on from Batman von Superman, when I got home from the theater, I had to get the taste of that movie out of my mouth. So I watched a different Batman Superman movie, mm -hmm. the 1996, I want to say, animated movie, the Batman Superman movie, World's Finest. This movie is excellent. This movie is everything that Dawn of Justice should have been. If you don't remember, it stars Batman and Superman. <laughs> mm -hmm. Each character fits their archetype. Batman goes out at night. Superman's around during the day. He's a cheerful character. He's not dark and brooding. Batman is dark and brooding. They both have very specific things that they're trying to do. They confront each other early in the movie. Batman comes to Superman uh, saying, Hey, the Joker just stole a lot of kryptonite, and it doesn't take much to hurt you. What's the deal with him being in Metropolis? Blah, blah, blah. Batman falls in love with Lois Lane, oh. uh, creating a love triangle between the three of them. The, the Batman and, and Superman can't stand each other, but they have to work together in order to solve the mystery of what's, what Lex Luthor and the Joker are working on. And by working together, they develop this friendship that you can see grow yeah. throughout the I think the movie's maybe 70 minutes long and they go from hating each other to the end of the movie they're very good friends which is which is a great dynamic which yeah, is, it's they're great. missing out on big and time. the love triangle is great too I mean it, it really adds some drama to the scenes Lois Lane keeps getting captured which not only affects Superman but Batman is invested in rescuing Lois Lane yeah. as well if you watch that movie and then you and you think about Dawn of Justice and you realize how wrong Zack Snyder and team got it compared yeah. to this animated movie. I mean, Bruce Timm is great. Now, everything that he did in the 90s with the DC universe is fantastic. Oh, but yeah. I mean, they're about to do the killing joke, right? Yeah. It's which just going to be all them, insane. Which I hope yeah. so, yeah. That wraps up the movie discussion for this week. So we got some late answers for Ray's Raydom request <laughs> uh, from uh, the Val Kilmer movie. We just wanted to call those out. Scott says Top Secret's his favorite Val Kilmer movie. Matt says Tombstone. Chibi Foz says Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Another Matt says Batman Forever. Joe says Top Gun. 
And Chuck says Tombstone as well. And then, Ray, last week's question was, what's your favorite video game movie adaptation? Right. Wesley said Mortal Kombat. Dan also said Mortal Kombat. Oh, Sam man. said Wreck-It Ralph. Jackie said King of Kong. And our own Keith said Super Mario Brothers <laughs> is his favorite That's super is his favorite video game movie. Say. He says he said he, every day he would watch it. Every day. Oh, Keith. Um, so I guess uh, on his scale of is it good, better or worse than Spider-Man? I don't know. We're going to have to find out. Yeah. And then we had our first listener question. Christine asks, if you had to choose Fern Gully or Avatar. Ray, we'll start with you. Fern Gully, the last rainforest? That's right. <laughs> uh, I absolutely hated Avatar. Really? Yeah, I didn't like Avatar at all. Fern Gully, I saw when I was a kid, and I don't really remember, but I'll, I'll go with Fern Gully because I hated Avatar that much. Charlie. Is the question, like, what, if I had to choose right now just to watch a movie? If that's Christine's, the, if that's the Christine's very specific question said, <laughs> if you had to choose, choose Fern okay. Gully or very Avatar. Specific. Uh, right now, I'd rather watch Fern Gully because Avatar did suck. <laughs> Let me tell you why I don't ever want to watch Fern Gully again. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but Robin Williams is the voice of a bat right. in the movie. Robin Williams raps in the movie. Yes. I think a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And it is Robin Williams rapping as a bat. I'd rather that is enough. see that than see Dances with Wolves right. with blue makeup. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that has been Listener Questions. <laughs> if you have a question for us, fire it off. We'll answer it. Ray, what's your Ray's Ray Dumb Ray, Ray Quest <laughs> for this week? Uh, this week, my question is, name a movie that you were very excited to go see. Very, like anticipated, very excited for, and when you went to see it, it completely just did not meet your expectations. Awesome, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because there's, I mean, there's a couple for me. I'm sure you guys have a couple too. So, Ray, where can the good people find us? You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and at thisweekinfilmpodcast.com. Please rate, review, subscribe to us on all the things. On all the things. All those things. For whatever reason, all that stuff matters. So we would like lots of money. Yeah. So if you have some. <laughs> we'll take all your money. If you have some, give some to us. Charlie, plugs. Boy Zero uh, comic book. You can search it, Boy Zero comic, and it'll pop up online. Uh, available for print in the near future. I keep saying that, but very, very near future. Very excited for that. Well, I guess that will about do it for week 12. Have a good week, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.